Welcome to an all-new episode of Convos with Three. And Al. I am your host, Sharita underscore Edwards. And I'm your host, Al. Williams for real. Thank you guys for tuning in and giving all the love. And with that being said, let's get started with a new episode. Welcome to an all-new episode of Convos with Bree. Hey, this is Al. How are you guys doing today? Yes, hope everyone is having a lovely, lovely day. And hope you have a wonderful Labor Day. It's coming up this weekend, y'all. Yes. What y'all going to be doing for Labor Day, y'all? What you doing for Labor Day, Rita? Uh, I really don't even know. Um, Around the house. That's what I feel like, too. Like, Labor yeah. Day is not a celebration for us type of thing. Girl, y'all can labor <laughs> on y'all day, bitch. I'm literally going to be labored. Like, laying down. <laughs> yeah, I'll be at the house catching mm-hmm. up on... Mm-hmm. I'm pretty much caught up on my shows. Okay, what new shows you watching? Okay, so I got into like watching them crimes. Mm. So it's this new one. Um, it's called My True Crime Story. I don't okay, know. It's, okay, it's okay. Uh, narrated by Remy Ma. Yes, ma'am. I like her. I like her yeah, accent. Yeah, and oh and my god! At first, I was like, I ain't gonna watch another because I be watching like Fatal Attraction. I be watching all, all of, of them. them. Okay, okay. And this one is good. It, mm. Like, <laughs> I mean, the stuff these people are doing, and they they're the ones telling the story. Okay, okay. And they're telling that from beginning. To the end. To the end and how they got caught. And, like, and it's like a lot of women, of too. Now. A lot of women doing it, right? Or just variety? It's mixed. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. I feel like I've seen a commercial for this. Yeah, it had, like, one guy, he was a Mexican guy. Okay. He um was busted for trying to transport drugs. Mm. Then you had another woman that got in a big credit 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 card scam. They was having all them uh, fake oh, credit cards. Okay. And, that one's a good one. <laughs> I'm not going to catch up on this stuff. And, I mean, another one, a lady, um they was, I didn't know people... Like, I've heard of it, you know, people that do credit repair right. fix and all that. They had some type, I guess, to get um, loans for cars or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, they was working with a company. They had, they had their own company where they would get the people, people in and get yeah. um, run their credits and stuff and try to get their credits up so they can um, get approved, approved for, for a loan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, they was like the middle, the third party for the Oh, the, the, these smart schemers. Yes. And, but they knew somebody on the inside to the credit bureau. That can boost, boost the people's scores. I need to meet these people. And like they come in with a credit score of like five, six hundred, and they'll boost it up to eight, seven, eight hundred, and get approved for now all kinds of. Who this lady so I can meet her? Because I need to boost my credit score. She got busted. And then, her, then she was dumb because she went to jail for so you know. No, they got five years probation. Her mm-hmm. and her partner. Okay. So they got off pretty because it's first offense. So they got okay. off easy for all that they was doing. They was doing it for like rich people too. They wouldn't oh. say the names, but they was mm-hmm. like. They was making money off mm-hmm. all this. Mm-hmm. Then she turns around when she gets um get out. She starts. She gets a real. She wants to be a realtor, so she gets a real estate license. Then she starts. Um, she gets a taste of selling a million dollar home, and then some kind of scam she had going for this. Like she didn't learn. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's hard learn. when you get she that had fast a thing money. Where she had um, a team this time, like. They would get the houses appraised like a, it was mean dollar, like a mean dollar house should get appraised mm. for two million, mm. and then mm. get the loan for two million and keep that whole million, but the house really ain't worth but a million dollars. So she would only really pay a million dollars. She had when I said she had attorneys, she had like she yeah, had a whole team. Everybody was in, but how they got caught up was like she said she would when they they flip the house and sell it. Mm-hmm. So somehow 
Um, she said they would put money aside to because she remember how everything went with the first mess up with the, right. the credit score thing. So she would make sure that they would pay the mortgage up to buy the, have money set aside to pay the mortgage, keep making the payments. Because okay. that's how they got caught with the, the oh, car the, thing because they was getting them high priced cars and, and somebody won, somebody didn't wasn't able to make their payments and then mm. they got caught. The FBI started looking in it. So that's what she said. She wasn't going to do that this time. She was going to make sure they paying, making these payments the so none can get crossed up. And she still got I think the, but then, um, I don't, I didn't get to finish the end. I need to go try to find it on Girl, this feels good. I mean, she's going to make me want to watch the show, y'all. Like, I, just I think the lawyer tried to take some money or something. Mm. Something happened with the lawyer. I didn't catch the end of that part. But, uh, well, I missed it because I had to run out the greedy. room. That's what it was. I ran out, had to go out the room and do something. And when I came back, yeah, I missed that part, part in between. But all long story short, she got 12 years Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> off that scam. And, I mean, she was making millions. She made like $30 million in one year off oh, that yeah. scam. It was, it was like she had it going. Like yeah. I would have stopped after a few million because <laughs> I'm that greedy money. like that. Yeah, that fast money gets you yeah, every gets time. You. Speaking, all of, right, but, speaking of fast money okay. and people getting caught. <laughs> and going to jail and things they ain't got no business. I've been trying to hold this story for a long, long time. Y'all, we're going to get into these hot topics a little bit. Okay, okay. Because I really want y'all to understand how R. Kelly <laughs> has oh been God. caught doing these crazy things. And like I said, I've been holding this subject off for a minute because you know he's been in jail. For a long time, he's been like, we've always heard the story since we were kids. If you're in your 30s or whatever, in your 40s, you know about Aaliyah. And yeah. you know that he was dating her when she was 15. He ended up marrying her because he thought she was pregnant. And then her uncle was involved with it. And I want to say his name is Barry Hankerson. I want to put these names out there so you kind of know who these people are. He introduced her to R. Kelly. And his story and mind frame of it all is that he was introducing her solely for her to start her music career or to help um, enhance her music career mm -hmm. but to me it almost seemed like he was selling his niece off for her to be and famous probably. and like basically selling her selling his soul to sell his niece off for her to be famous and him to be a manager of her business i think it's so crazy to me that when we, we were kids or when i was a kid that story was so like nonchalant like we knew she was 15 we knew she was young and we knew for sure that the things that she was that was being done to her was inappropriate but what was so crazy about the whole thing with it is that america um america made it seem like it was just okay they normalized the fact that he was in his late 30s or early 30s and she was in her teens I think that's very crazy. But moving forward, we're going to move 10, 20 years down. Aaliyah has passed away. And speaking of Aaliyah, just a quick plug for her. Her album turned 25 years old. I want to say her One in a Million album turned 25 years old last week. And it's released on all streaming services. So if you're a Leah fan, you can go online now and get her album because it was never released prior to. Mm -mm. Um, someone was getting a couple of threats about putting their information out. <clears throat> Barry Hankerson. And now he released all of her music. Um, and oh, it's so just he allegedly, was the one that had he was holding his... he was holding that music back. He kept saying that he was the one trying to get her music out, and the family was keeping him from it. But I just don't see the family wanting to not have financial stability when their niece or their daughter did all the work to ensure that they were okay. Mm -hmm. I really think it was their management trying to hold out as much as they can because her legacy. It's very, very strong. And the longer you hold out, the more money you can make and so on and so forth. But let's get back to R. Kelly. But, 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead. But, I'm saying, but her parents really was kind of like when she passed, they was real protective of anything. Mm-hmm. They were. They didn't really want movies out about yeah, her or nothing. Because right. um, remember when Lifetime tried to make that movie? You're and they right. was like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't let none of the music be the put movie. on that movie. The nothing. families are very like that when it comes. And, I, and really more of the estate because the estate feels like if you mess up a little bit, um, or to tarnish the person's name, mm, you know, that, that money, yeah, that money is going <laughs> to dwindle away. But um, R. Kelly, because I'm going to get Sharia's oh. thoughts on R. Kelly, so I want to give y'all this full story. Now, if you've okay. been on The Rock, you might not know that R. Kelly's been in jail for over a year now. Um, they had a whole like documentary special about him basically being a sexual predator, being the pie piper, <laughs> um, you know, basically doing everything that we always thought he has done to these young girls and young children. And I always tell people to protect your young kids, like protect your young men and young women. Like a lot of people think fame and fortune is all that you need, but sometimes that's just not, it's not worth it. So R. Kelly had several minors in his home that were brought to him by his workers, his staff. Even he would go to schools and the teachers and staff would know that he was there and they would send kids out there to meet R. Kelly and knowing that the Pied Piper was looking to take them to his home and probably rape, confuse, or take these kids from whoever and pay their families enough money for them not to complain. But we're going to continue talking about the trial. So he has a trial that's going on currently. And with his trial, basically, he didn't have any clothes to wear to the trial. He didn't have a suit and nothing. And he outgrown all of his stuff because of being in jail, gaining weight. And he reached out to his friends. Right. He reached out to his friends and basically said that, um, who are my friends and who gonna help me get myself together? I used to help all of you guys. Well, child, on the trial date, the first trial date, guess who had a suit? Fully dressed, three piece suit, matter of fact. So my question to Sharita. Mm-hmm. Who do you think his friends are, girl? His lawyer. You think his lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's his celebrity friends because, you know, I celebrities know. always I do think. things of secret. And when you're wealthy, yeah, you can always get somebody to mail you a suit. You can get a design. If you have a designer suit on... I mean, I'm pretty sure he still got some people that That's still... In his back pocket. You know, it's not like they agree with what you did or anything, but, you know, it's... He he got a, he probably had a lot of skeletons. It's, it's, yeah, maybe a family member. It could be anybody because you know, like our family, kids, whatever, could do the worst. But yeah, we're gonna, we gonna always gonna take care of them and do what we got to. Even if like you, that friend, that best friend, you can tell them like you was doing wrong. Like I don't believe in none that you did. I don't think none of you did was right. But you know, we've been friends since such such. So I'm happy oh, back. Family, which I'm gonna support you I the don't, whole way through. Could be his lawyer though. You know, you need a suit for, for court. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> the suit for court. No, child. But I need that back when you get back. I mean, to jail, and it's so, so crazy because R. Kelly has so many trials in so many different states, from Atlanta to Chicago to New York. I just, just got so different. It's so confusing because it's yes, so many places so that he's had minors in these certain states and they're actually going to prosecute him in every state he's had a minor and a lot of people keep asking on social media and i'll be the one to tell you why it's not on tv the reason why it's not on tv is because they're discussing minors all of his um people that he you know the the jane does and the john does are all minors so a lot of them um are kids and they couldn't put it on tv Mm. so it's very strange that normally we see trials on TV and they talk about it and you see it and it's a whole shebang. Yeah. But with R. Kelly trial per se, he definitely is <laughs> not having it on TV and he's definitely not having any um, 
any any um outlets at his trial. The reason we know information because my my ear is close to the streets, child. So I can't <laughs> keep what's going on in these streets. And you know what's so crazy because three of his um three of the defendants that came, the three John Doe's and Jane Doe's that have come on trial thus far, are all or have all contracted herpes from herpes. him. Herpes, child. Wow. And some other things too that hasn't been haven't come out yet that I've heard, but I'm gonna wait till they come out on mainstream before I say it. But I am gonna say this. You know who else had some alleged herpes outbreak and they were also being sued by several people? I don't know if y'all remember this. Do y'all remember when Usher had those issues? Mm. (laughs) And I'm not saying that Usher and him were sleeping with the same girl. But I am going to say they did have a video and a song called Same Girl that came out. And they both have herpes and other things that I can't from really that say that they got from that same girl. And I just hope that that she's not a minor. Oh, my God. Because Usher, I love your residency. It was cute in Vegas, your girl. But um, uh, Usher don't say, uh-uh, don't put that one on me. <laughs> he said, don't put it on me. It wasn't me. that girl. He it said, that, that's that one time girl. R. Kelly uh, messed with a, a legal <laughs> age girl. He made with a legal age girl, hopefully. <laughs> and I'm just trying to figure out when are they going to really prosecute that staff the managers the workers the cooks the cleaners because you were there you watch these minors and these kids and when i say it's john does too so it's little boys that he's been involved with so all of the all the ladies that was okay so i don't i kind of just was like i don't even want to hear no more bargain Mm. but i do remember a time when they were talking about i guess his home and he had like women at the house no those are minors too he had women in the house the women that were there in the home part of the trial were the little girls coaches so the women any women any women that were over the age of 18 in his home including his ex-wife um were trainers to these young minors because they didn't know what they were doing they would leave them in rooms where they would use the restroom on themselves, have feces, and because he would not let them go to the restroom, he would um, put mm. them in locked closets in the dark until he needed them. He would utilize their bodies as toilets and put feces in their face or in their mouth when he would want to use the restroom. Or when other minors want to use the restroom, he would use other minors to be their toilet. Wow. Just imagine that. Wow. And now he's in jail trying to fight for a freedom that he doesn't even deserve, in my mm. opinion. Oh my That's just God. my opinion. Uh, and you know his, I guess his ex-wife and his daughter, you know they on the TV show mm-hmm. that, what is growing up hip-hop, growing Atlanta? Up, yeah. And I'm like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole mess. And like, she's a great actress, um, his ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that because she's acting. And she's been acting a long time. <laughs> I was say, I ain't never seen her in nothing. You she... ain't seen her in nothing. She's been acting a long time. I was going to say, you mean dancer? Yeah. <laughs> no, she's a great actress. She's a dancer, too. But she's a great actress. You got me. You got me. Yeah, I got you. That was good. I want to give myself a hand clap. <laughs> but speaking of mental illness, because that's definitely have to be something mental. You're, um, we're going to talk more about the mental effects of the children. On our next episode, because we're going to have some mental specialists that's going to come on the show next episode. Oh, yes, next I'm episode. excited for this. And yes. I don't know if we're going to have to do a part one and a part two, but we're going to try to keep it all in one one episode because it's a lot. It's, it's going to be a lot. It's, it's a lot when you think about the children effects. Now, some of these children were looking, children's parents were just looking for fame. And so you have to think the mental capacity of the parents and what they gave off to their children. And then you just sold your children for a check. Right. So I can only imagine what the kids 
are and how they are affected by this whole process Mm -hmm. and even the kids that are watching these kids like it's just it's crazy to think so next episode be looking out for our mental health um special where we're going to talk about children family kids some hot topics that have some things that make you want to say what Yes, we're going to dive into a lot of things, relationships, mm, all type mm. of different things with these mental health uh, experts. So Can I'm be, excited about yeah, it? Yeah, be tuning in for that. I'm, I'm definitely I'm here for the, so the next episode. I'm ready. Ooh. And speaking of relationships, our last um, question of the week, which was a last time we were on episode, we were going to talk about it, but we want to wait because we want to hear some opinions from um, you guys. Mm. And we heard some opinions. So our question for last week was are you into open relationships mm-hmm. now Sharita already told us how she feels about mm-hmm. open relationships don't share she don't share don't judge and don't share she don't share <laughs> child so it's just funny because um having an open relationship with minors and women that are not okay mentally is crazy I'm just wondering if the state is going to prosecute his managers and team with that. So just speaking of open relationships, my question was last week, are you into open relationships? Not the type that R. Kelly is into, but just real (laughs) polyamorous relationships. Now, I'm going to give you some of the answers that I had from this. And like I said, Sharita already gave us answers because she don't share. But we had 72% said they are okay. And these are women. Are okay with open relationships. And then we had 1% of men saying they're okay with relationships. And I think that's the total opposite. I think it's like 72% of men mm-hmm. that are into relationships. But we had more women answer the question. So we're going to go based off the, the answers that we received. Mm-hmm. One of the answers were, I'm so confused about what an open relationship is. Are we just having sex with other people and just, he know I'm having sex with folks. And I know he's having sex with folks. And we just keeping it open. And I was like, well, girl, that's really you just dating somebody and you just in the active dating world and Mm -hmm. you're just competing. And I always (laughs) tell people, you're just trying to see who is the best at what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, if you have sex with them, too, that's just a plus for some, you know, could be a minus for some, for others. Um, But I think it's more of a polyamorous relationship. And I have to say that a little slower, polyamorous, meaning you have multiple people in one relationship. You know who your spouse is bringing home with or you're coming home with these particular individuals. Um, and it could be more than two, three, four, five, but you're in a group relationship and you, you know mean who like, your partners are. Let's say like the husband or like Nick. Nick. Mm-hmm moves in four or five of his baby mamas. Mm-hmm. So your spot, like if it was me, you say my husband, and then he, it would be like my three hu- or four of the girls. It, it could be and from my understanding from one of our polyamorous dating in a relationship currently is that um, it really means that you're dating a multitude of people. It doesn't have to be male or female hmm. because I saw she says she has two husbands and a wife. So that means there's four of them in a relationship. They probably live, cohabitate together, and they're in an active, open relationship with each other. So they know who their spouses are. You're not going outside of those four walls with the four people you're, in, you're with, and you're not going to date anybody else. You're just solely with those four people in a full relationship. Can hmm. you do that, y'all? Like, are y'all into that? Mm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, me, I'm just thinking like it would be fun to have all those people paying my bills, you know, because it's hard to pay bills when you buy yourself, and it's sometimes even harder when it's just the two. But can you imagine having three or four people working in one home? 
Child, I'm just saying that the bills will always be paid unless y'all just lazy or something. <laughs> so I so was you just would thinking, do it for bill purposes. Money purposes only <laughs> would be my only reason that I feel like I can be in a polyamorous relationship. Like I don't need too many vaginas and too many penises in my in my space. I think that's mm-hmm. um I think that's just too much for me. Um mm-hmm. so I just So you technically I'm all about the coin, y'all. Let me just be honest. Yeah. If it ain't so no coin involved, I ain't doing it. You aren't for open relationships, then? No, I ain't for open relationships. I'm very old school. You don't share either. I don't share. And <laughs> it just, it's not for me. So, and you know, I could share a little bit, but it ain't going to be my, my man or my woman. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I mean, I ain't going to have no woman. I'm going to have a man. But I barely me. share my food. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the food for me. I just, I just, um... I just don't see it. It's just it don't. I don't see it fitting for me. Um, so I just don't think that's gonna work. So speaking of open relationships, let's go right on into because this falls right into place. Mm-hmm. Mr. Dale and Mrs. Sh- uh, Sonia Curry, I think her name is. Yeah. Now the Currys. If you don't know the Currys, you might be under a rock as well. But I'm not <laughs> a sports person. But I know I love topics when they hot. And since this is a hot topic, I'm going to tell, tell you all about it. So, um, Dale Curry and um, Sonia Curry are the, are the parents of Steph Curry. And they also have a brother that also plays basketball as well. Mm, one is, I think, on Golden State. And the other one is, I think, in like Philadelphia somewhere or somewhere playing basketball. But anyway, moving forward, their parents have been finessing us. <laughs> Meaning as they have not been together for like over five to seven years, like like not having sex, not actually together. Mm. Let me give y'all this tea. Yes. Basically, Dale Curry, since they have been married, has been, you know, been the sugar daddy slash got some ba- babies. You know, no, not really. He don't have no babies out here, but he has a lot of baby <laughs> mamas that he having sex with because he's actually out in these streets while he was married to his son, Sonia Curry. So, they were married. He was out there in those streets cheating on his wife and so on and carry on. But you know how a woman that loves her husband, ride or die with two men in the house growing up, kids in the house growing up. You try to keep your bond and family bond together. Well, he couldn't keep his penis together and out of everybody else's um, bed. So, (laughs) Sonia said, well, I can play the game too. But she was very particular how she played the game. She She played better. She did play it better. And she waited. She waited till her kids were grown, established, and everything before she went out and found her someone else to play with. Well, the person she found to play with is not only a millionaire, not only an ex-football player, but now is like very, very, very wealthy in real estate. And I think that's a win because the women that he was Mm -hmm. with, he was with them and they're no longer with him. He's now looking like a dumb lost puppy because (laughs) his beautiful wife. And if you haven't seen Sonia... Curry, oh, I'm gonna give good. you. Oh, she's beautiful. I'm gonna give you. She's a mix between Tina Knowles, mm-hmm. and if you are not, um, if you if you're not under a rock and you watch Housewives of Atlanta, have you ever seen Portia Williams' mom? She mm-hmm. gives you a mix between those two. She's got a great body, skin still snatched. Don't know what she's using, Botox and stuff like that. But skin is still snatched. She's mm-hmm. very pretty. Yeah, she's pretty beautiful woman, and she's here for the win. And so. 
she was she started cheating on her cheating herself or you know not even say cheating because they had been separated but she started dating someone while they were still married but separated mm-hmm. and the person she decided to date is baby doing some things because he's got <laughs> some coins and those coins made her current husband Dale a little jealous so he decided to rush and file for divorce and he's been talking about this whole thing about she's cheating and been with somebody for years while they had been separated and he don't want to pay her what alimony mm-hmm. now they've been together for over 30 years whatever and have children grown children grandchildren and everything so he's gonna play alimony we know he's gonna pay them mm-hmm. coins but what he's mad about is that she's married to a millionaire i mean she's dating a millionaire and he's still gonna have to be paying those coins of alimony and the reason why is because she's not married to anyone but to you and so yeah. so when you decide to divorce your wife you have to pay her Exactly. Yeah. And so, unfortunately, you both were cheating. You both are out in these streets. But the winner is, drumroll, Sonya Curry. (laughs) What do you think about this lady? What do you think? She definitely came up. Definitely for the come up. I'm all about the come up. It just goes to to say, like always, a man man cannot handle it when their wife do exactly what they've been doing all this time. They can't handle it. You've been cheating on this woman day in, day out with all mm-hmm. these little young girls, taking, yep. spending money on these little youngins and all that. So she finally, you know, she, of course, she's always been fed up and tired of it, but she stayed with it because of the kids, maybe because of the lifestyle. Who knows? But she stayed, stayed with you. She stayed with you. Soon as she she go and find her a piece happiness. of happiness, <laughs> you can't I'm handle happy. it. I'm happy. I'm so happy you can't handle that it, like I'm know, getting a million dollars, child. Woo. You know what? I'm sure she don't even care. File that divorce, <laughs> baby. File the divorce. You can have it. File but she's gonna divorce. say, still give me the alimony, baby. Oh, she gonna get that. And I, and if I was her, I would never marry. You gonna pay me alimony until I'm dead and exactly. gone. Matter of fact, that alimony gonna go to my kids' alimony. No, I'm saying because they ain't have it. But the point is, she probably she don't even need your alimony. She mm-hmm. got kids that got money that gonna take care of their mama. But it's just the, At the principle. End of that, but yeah, she gonna get that. So I don't know why he thinking he just gonna separate and she don't get nothing. I don't know, child. Well, I don't know what kind of prenup they had set in place. Mm, yeah, and they probably but, um, didn't because they've been together a long, long time. No, he used to be in the NFL or something. Yeah, he was in the NFL, NFL, NBA, NBA too. Yeah. So it's a family thing. So you gonna just provide that family mm-hmm. money. And keep going. You know, we were speaking about mental health earlier. And just speaking of mental health, let's talk about Mr. Kanye West. Oh. I mean, he falls right into that category. Oh. So we're going to call this Kanye West versus everybody in the music industry. Now, <laughs> <laughs> it's explain, funny. Explain to me what's going on. I'm just here to I'm let not... me Let me, let me pull y'all, pull y'all on the, from under a rock. If you haven't heard, he has a new album. His new album is called Dunday. It's based off his mom. He titled the, the album based off his mom. It was forced released by Universal Records. The reason why is because it was supposed to come out like two months ago, maybe now. And he kept pushing the date back because, you know, he's been a part of the finessing game with the Kim Kardashians. Yes, Kardashians. <laughs> and he knew how to finesse the system. So instead of him releasing his album, he decided to do a listening party, which normally... Artists all do listening parties before the album mm-hmm. drop. But this particular listening party was a little bit different. He invited everybody to his listening party. Not only... He like, uh, it was like a concert type It was like a concert, party. you guys. Like hundreds like of thousands of right? people wanted to come to his listening party. And he was charging people to come to his listening party. Why. And people were paying this money. Now, the finessing part of it is he had this listening party like five or six times between now... 
in prior to two months ago. Mm-hmm. And he was charging people to go into this listening party. And every listening party, he would have different artists rapping on songs, letting people hear the songs. Now, the finessing part was he had every artist that you could think of from... I mean, the baby was on there. The person Jay-Z. we were talking about, Jay Z, Soldier Boy. Boy, yes, Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. There's a variety of people, and then he was switching people out like live, literally, before the CD came out. He was putting other people on the track and adding people here. It just, it was just a whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. So Universal um, last week um, forced his CD or forced his album to come out. CD, you can tell how old I am. <laughs> he forced his album to come out. After he done like these five parties and when the album came out, none of the artists that he promoted um, at his listening parties were on his album. Now, <laughs> he had like 10 people that were on his, um, supposed to be on his album based off the listening parties. But during the album came out, it was only like three, maybe three or four. Because Jay-Z wasn't even on there, right? Jay-Z actually was switched out for baby, And then when the CD came out, it had Jay-Z on it as the oh, main person. Okay. So... A lot of the artists that he's finessing are now upset at him. Of and, course. And they're upset because they're not on his album. But I think this is all a publicity stunt. I think he knew. I think he knew that they were never going to be on his album. Mm-hmm. But he knew if he could say, hey, you do this and be on this. And then they find out that they weren't going to be on the album. They're going to talk mess That's about. That's why I probably was kept pushing mm-hmm. it back. And he, he kept pushing mad back. that they released it that early. And they mad released it early because like, he was hoping that he can just keep finessing and finessing, mm-hmm. making money off of it. And yeah, it was only three celebrities on that album with him, three or four, and Soldier Boy, Chris Brown, Jay Z, the baby. That all the voices that you heard at the listening parties were not on that album. And every artist have been speaking out about it, which is just giving him free press, giving him free publicity, mm-hmm. and that makes people want to go listen to the album even more. And not I think, me. And me either. I'm I not even a fan. I didn't even Google that. Yeah, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I didn't even look it up. Not even <laughs> I my can't name a, a song on, on, on the album. <laughs> I wasn't interested. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not. I was over it. I have been over him since Trump. Since, since he was in that Trump-ish era of mm-hmm. thinking he was going to tell us to vote for crazy. Yeah. You crazy. Yeah, being on Speaking of mental health. I mean, it falls right into place. Um, but yeah, so he basically finessed those artists. And those artists are mad. And they have been pro- promoting him on social media. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait till next week to talk about um, this with our specialist. Um, especially our mental health specialist, because he's definitely into that mental health part of it. And I really want to kind of break down, like, is he just not okay? Or is it just him finessing and playing the games? And I just want to hear their thoughts, because, yeah. you know, sometimes mental health can be a different avenue for different people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where he stands on it, but I want to hear like a pr- professional. And, yeah, I want to yeah. hear a professional opinion. Is it just the fame and fortune and you're just playing about your health and you really are okay? Um, because you I don't give think us, he really okay. I think, think really that okay. the fame and the family <laughs> that he was in mm-hmm. and that 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 life, you know, because it seems like with the the Kardashians, Kardashians, make sure you say it right. Yeah. <laughs> they don't portray themselves. They try to portray themselves as perfect mm-hmm. in some ways. Like if you ever watch any of the episodes or any Never. of that, it's like it to me it was fake. Mm-hmm. Um, Kim really don't act like that. Nope. Um, the only one I think probably was her, her most herself was Chloe. No, oh. I don't even Kyle, Chloe at first, yeah, yeah, but she didn't switch when she, she got her got body done and, and got the, she, she switched up too. I don't even, especially when that whole Jordan Woods thing went down. Yeah, I think that was played out for me, yeah. Um, Chloe, mm-mm. so <laughs> they are all that whole family is a mess. And speaking of their family, though, girl, 
Did you hear that Kim Kardashian <laughs> and Kanye are basically working on their marriage? They're planning to stay together, and Kim announced that she will not be changing her last name from West to back to Kardashian. She's going to keep his last name. And you know the reason Kim why Kim is going to keep his last name? name? It's because Kim loves fame and fortune. Mm. Kim loves the fact that he's getting attention. Mm-hmm. Kim loves the fact that as long as his name is involved, her name is involved. Mm-hmm. She loves attention. And the only reason she's saying she's going to work on their marriage, quote unquote, is because she wants the attention that he's getting from his album. Yeah, I She wants to be his main piece. Their whole family is married to black men. And they're utilizing, even the mom is now getting married to her ex-security guard, now boyfriend of seven years. The only one is uh, is Courtney. Courtney. Courtney says, baby, I ain't for the black dick. That's the only one I think is real at the whole family. Yeah, I used to would think maybe little Kylie, but then she got her ways too. As long as you mm-hmm. buy her makeup. As long as you buy her makeup, she's down for the cause. <laughs> she... mm-hmm. But guess who's back, y'all? Guess what? Guess who's back? Who? Mm, Ebony and Jet. Are y'all fans of Ebony and Jet magazine? Have y'all yeah. seen those in a long time? So long ago. It's so long ago. So we have a new owner. So let me give you a little backstory. Back in the day, Ebony and Jet used to be the hottest thing coming. It was like literally before Essence magazine came out. Ebony and Jet was the one of the first black magazines to like hit the hit the the main stage for black artists, black models. They would have like a little section in the book. You always go try to find the models in the book because you're trying to see who the sexiest woman is and what her bikini mm-hmm. look like. Jet beauty. They tell you. They tell you. <laughs> I used to be in that jet beauty of the week. I used to love it back in the day. Um, they back. So they have a new owner. Her name is Michelle Glee, um, or Gee. Um, but anyway, she's a new CEO and owner. And their first cover since they've been back was Jennifer Hudson. Mm. And Jennifer Hudson was basically on the cover um, promoting respect. So speaking of respect and Jennifer, now let's talk respect because I've been putting this off too. But I told you a couple of episodes ago that I got a chance to go to a premiere. I was trying to take Rita with me to go, but she's been a busy wife and mom. So she wasn't able to make it, but... I want to give y'all some information now that Respect is on demand and you can see it on all streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. Now I feel comfortable telling you about this movie. Okay. So. Tell us about it. I'm going to give this movie a 6 out of 10. Whoa. <laughs> a 6 out of 10. And wow. The, and, and the only reasons why, and I'm going to give you my top reasons why, because the acting and the singing was great. The actings were great. The actors, they had very, very surprising celebrities that popped up in the, the movie that I wasn't expecting to see, like Mary J. Blige, Forrest Whitaker. Like, Forrest Whitaker played her dad, which was amazing. He's always been a great actor to mm-hmm. me. Mary J. Blige always gives you that gangster feel anytime. She's a scene she was the mom, right? She was actually a friend of oh, the family, friend. but she oh. was playing a famous singer. I can't remember her name, but she was playing a famous singer that... Her family was very, very close to back in the day. Mm-hmm. And then Marlon Wayans was one of her husband and um, her abusive husband in the show. And they had many, many more guests. Marlon played the abusive mm-hmm. husband? Uh, he played the, basically, I mean, he did his role to a T. You didn't see no comedy in his mm-hmm. role. It was very, he did a really great I job. I mean, he's, he's a part of reason why I gave them a six. He did a great <laughs> job. But if he wasn't there, it'd probably be a little bit lower, but we're not going to judge it. Okay, but he Marlon. did a really, really good job, Marlon. Um, hope you get nominated for something because you've never done something like that before. The thing that really made me give this score, take it down. I'm going to say, we, I started in my mind it's going to be a 10, 10s across the board. 
and I'm going to slowly subtract why I got to the six. <laughs> so the first thing I subtracted was the story ended short. It only, it only gave from her childhood until 1972. Now, to me, Aretha had a long, long life of stories, but you could have kind of summed that up in those three hours that you had to show that movie or two and a half hours that you showed that movie. Mm. But it stopped in 1972. And if you're not familiar with that time, that was the time where we had a lot of segregation. Martin Luther King had just passed and she was singing in her father's church. Basically, um, singing the Amazing Grace song that you always hear, seen on magazines and stuff that Rita Franklin had done. And that's kind of where the story ended. Wait, 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 wait. So did she have a music career? You saw her music career. You didn't see all of it, but you saw like the 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 basics of how she became Aretha. You didn't really get into what Aretha was really given in after that time. You got to see why she was the character that she was. You got the basis of it, but it really didn't dive into Aretha. And mm. I think that's why they call it respect. Because they want to show you why she deserves respect. I think. Oh, I guess what she went through from what she went through, to, What she went through and why she, she deserved the respect. So with that being said, that knocked it down to number nine for me. <laughs> and then um, they did a lot of insinuating that her... And now, I, I'm being a, um, a man of Morehouse, I've heard stories about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and some of the things that he's done outside of just... Speaking at a podium, being a preacher, being a legacy, having a legacy, being an activist, all those things. But just, you know, knowing some stories about him and all that. Um, but in the movie, they insinuated how Martin Luther King and Aretha had a, a relationship, some type of relationship Shut where up. they didn't show particularly that they were dating. But the stories in the streets that they were definitely doing something outside of just... Just talking. Am I giving y'all the tea enough where y'all want to go see this movie? Well, I'm gonna keep giving you. Let me keep giving you a little bit more. Not really. You gave it a six. Give you. (laughs) Okay. So you know, I just felt like it needed a little bit more because you saw the establishment of their relationship, but how they insinuated it, it was definitely more than just them being friends and her traveling to all of his locations where he would be speaking and talking. So they was like really. Oh, okay. So we knew um, Martin. Riri and and I mean Martin was fully married. So you know my thing was um, if you're gonna give a little bit of the tea, give us all give of us it. All Don't fake it. Just give it to us because I mean everybody, nobody's perfect. Martin King had a lot of skeletons in his closet too, just like everybody else. Right. You know, so I feel like just give the story. And I guess because Martin King is a famous African American activist in the yeah, black they community. Want to no they didn't want to put no bad light on him. Yeah. But sometimes truth is truth. And I think sometimes you gotta have a little bit of the truth. But they definitely showed you that they had some type of relationship. I can't say it was sexual. I can't say it was a friendship. But I can definitely say it was somewhere in between. But you didn't know because mm. they stopped it in such a crazy way which made me drop it down to seven. Now, let me give you a reason why I got to six, because I feel like that part was very important, because Martin Luther King is a great figure, and Aretha Franklin is too. So, I feel like they should just go ahead and tell us if they was in a relationship, why was she so adamant of leaving her family and her husband to go travel with Martin Luther King, go sing at all of his events? Right. Like, tell us the story. Like, what was really going on in the bedrooms or in the hotel rooms <laughs> when y'all were there? Okay. <laughs> the next thing is that the reason why I took it to just went on down to number six, I skipped eight. I gave, took the eight and the seven and took them down. Okay, so... The reason why I got to number six is I really, really wish, and if you haven't seen the National Geographic version of Aretha, 
and um, I, I want to say her name is Cynthia Rebo. She played Aretha Franklin in the National Geographic version. Mm-hmm. I just wish Jennifer Hudson played her part in that because Jennifer Hudson sings down. Yeah. Now, her voice is huge. It's loud. Almost like she's mm-hmm. screaming. But, baby, she gives you Aretha. I mean, from the walk. She gave you the walk of Aretha. You know how Aretha walk and she got that. It's just hilariously. She did a really, really good job. Mm-hmm. And really um, gathering who Aretha really was. And I really wish she played in the National Geographic version because their story was so good. It had me sitting on the edge of my seat for three days, y'all. Like, if you haven't seen the National Geographic version of Aretha, it's worth your time, your moments, and just all of that. Just just sum it up. Jennifer should have been in that. And <laughs> the one that they gave us was almost like a waste because, because the National Geographic version came out like six, seven months prior to this movie. It really gave us a real scenario of who Aretha really was. Mm. Like, for example, I'm going to give you a good example. We know Aretha died from pancreatic cancer, right? Mm-hmm. Pancreatic cancer stems from being an alcoholic or having drinking a lot, right? right? So we automatically know that Aretha was an alcoholic. Dive into that more. Now, the movie dived into her having an alcoholic moment. Um, but um, from us knowing history, Aretha has fallen out on stage before from being so drunk and tipsy, and they showed a little bit of that in the movie. Um, so just little things like that. Um, the National Geographic dived into a lot. They even dived into how her dad was almost sexually abusing her, but in the movie, somebody else did it. And they painted her, her dad into this great preacher guy that was very stern because he was a preacher and this and that. But in the National Geographic one, they showed that he was a drunk, an alcoholic, <laughs> a booster, a partier. He was a, a gambler, a sex addict. All these things in the National Geographic one did not match everything that was in the respect movie. So that's when you kind of be like, okay, girl, something not right. Either he was a rapist, alcoholic, drug abuser, drinker, sex addict, or he wasn't. It's, right. it's, it's no in between the two. See, that's so. what I don't... If you're going to portray a movie of somebody's life and you want to... Don't leave out the facts. Mm, we want the facts. Mm, don't just it. give me a sugar-coated movie of good stuff because... That's what you want to give me. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't want I that. I want the realness. Give me the so real. So I rather what's the geographic? The National Geographic is the National Geographic of Aretha. It's to really, find really out good. what really was going on. You can find out what really, really was what was going on. Mm-hmm. The only the only way thing where I'll probably watch this one just to see what how Marlon acted. Yeah, he, he did really. But then nine and ten, I probably really ain't. Yeah, like he he was the abusive husband. Because I don't you know, I like, I'm gonna husband. watch a movie that was sugar coated. Yeah, he was the abusive husband. It was really good. Yeah. Um. I'm watch speaking of queens, back. let's talk about Queen B. Oh lord, oh lord. <laughs> you know I love me some Queen B, and I love mm. to give you some tea on the beat of high. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So this one up reads unfavorites, but I'm gonna give you my favorite. So, Beyonce has become the first black woman to wear a Tiffany diamond from Tiffany & Company. It's only been worn by two other women since 1877. Um, the other one was Hepburn, and the other one that wore it prior to it was Lady Gaga. Um, and so, now it's Beyonce, and she's Why the first African Beyonce? American. Why they couldn't pick like Rihanna? Well, Rihanna don't really fool with people like that. And Rihanna <laughs> said, baby, I'm billionaires. I don't need your Tiffany & Company coin. Um, but Jay-Z and Beyonce are now the new face of Tiffany & Company. Now, that's cute. And that's cute, isn't it? But there's more. It's some drama to oh, it, you guys. Okay. It's some drama. So, when it became to that Tiffany Diamond, did you know Tiffany Diamond 
was founded in Africa, mm. which is the reason why Beyonce chose to wear this particular diamond oh, okay. and how they talked her into wearing this diamond. But this is the part that pissed Beyonce off. Beyonce finds out after she signs up, get her money, and you know, and now the face of Tiff, the Tiffany Diamond and the Tiffany and Company, that the reason they even found this diamond is because the British were so abusive to the African miners that the blood diamond is what they call it. Um, and if you research why they call it the blood diamond, it'll make it even worse. But nevertheless, um, it's called the blood diamond, and they found this blood diamond based off the abuse of African African people that were miners by the British. Wow. Beyonce found this out after she had already done the um, the promotion for being the face of Tiffany and Company, and she was pissed. She was yeah. so pissed at her team, she went off on her team. Guess how I know that, y'all? My, my ear be to the streets. I know my <laughs> security guard. Anyway, um, she actually was pissed at her team for them not vetting the company deeper and finding out how they even got this blood diamond and where this blood diamond came from. Basically, they was enslaving miners to go find diamonds for them to enhance this company called Tiffany and Company. Wow. So Beyonce was literally pissed because she's the black face of abused yeah. Africans. Oh my god. So it's it just she's I just hella pissed. Ooh. Hella pissed. It's I mean it's the history for me. Like you, right. I mean you always gotta know your history. And you know sometimes we be so jumped to to, to get, get on these yeah mm-hmm. the coin we don't do our full research. Mm-hmm. But like you know her team should have had her back more. They know what type of person she is. Yep. And then you know we as um fans or you know or just mm-hmm. on the outside looking in, you know, we always quick to be like, oh, she's just doing this for the money and all that. Yep. But we really don't know the behind the scenes. Like, behind just now, scenes. had she known what it really stood for, she wouldn't have done it. Because Beyonce is pro-black, everything, yes. all the time. So, but you already put, <laughs> signed that dotted line. She signed the so dotted line. Now your name is already on it. I'm sure so she already like, got paid. Once you do that, you, you can't take it back. You know, yep. it's contract. And, and sometimes, you know, companies are... You know, especially for a person like Beyonce, she's known, well known, probably mm-hmm. one of the richest singers that they probably ever had on their roster. And I'm yeah. sure Beyonce's type of person, like, baby, I call you, you can have this money back, type of girl. So we'll see, because like I said, she was very pissed off about it. And you know, Queen is always going to be some, some, gonna be lawyer some to lawyer action. Yes, and like I said, you should know your history. And if you ever want to dive into history, you just go to I Got Something to Say. It posts every thir- every other Thursday at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. And we talk about the history of our people all the time on this show. Yes. Speaking of history, have y'all heard of Salinas High School in California and what's been going on oh, out there? Oh, man. Girl, it's a mess. So, if you haven't heard, have you, um, ha- so have you heard about Shaniqua, at least? I mean, y'all might mm-hmm. not know who Shaniqua is. Well, the students, the, well, well, the white students mm-hmm. on the campus were not calling her Shaniqua. They were calling this cabbage patch doll Shaniga. Wow. Now, let's tell you, let me tell you how this got started. One of the students decided to go on campus and bring a cabbage patch doll that was particularly black, and he named her Shaniqua. While mm-hmm. naming her Shaniqua, students, staff, teachers <laughs> were basically damaging this doll um, on campus. And they made an Instagram page. People were following the page. I mean, including teachers, wow. staff, employees. All that. Um, but following the Instagram page, and they were, like, running the doll over. Some people were, like, 
um, basically showing like they were molesting the doll. Some people were showing that they took the head off the doll. People were abusing it. People were just doing all these crazy things. And they were, instead of calling her Shaniqua, they were calling it Shaniga every time they would do something crazy to that nigga, basically. And it was just crazy that they did this. Yeah. Now, the thing that was crazy about it, so many people were involved. And as of right now, it's only showing that two people are suspended from the campus. Not expelled. But suspended, and it's only like one student that brought the doll there, and the other student that were just a part of it and that did the worst damage to the the doll. But it was like teachers, teachers, staff, staff, all these employees and stuff like that were all involved in this. Now I'm going to show you a video on I got something to say next Thursday, mm-hmm. so you can see exactly how the students feel about. Just yes. period about this whole situation. I mean, you have black students that go to this campus and they feel subjected to racism based mm-hmm. off the teachers and staff because only imagine if you can do this to a doll, what you would do to me behind closed doors. Yes, and you got to give it up to, about to, me to the young lady that, that spoke her mind oh, yes. to that board. She read that board. She read that board from top to bottom. <laughs> to top I cannot bottom. wait till you guys see that. Like I said, you can follow the link agency. It's T-H-3-L-I-N-K-A-G-3-N-C-Y. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on there and watch I Got Something to Say every Thursday. Yeah, make sure you guys say. watch that video because it's, it's, really it's real disturbing. It's really good enough for she to understand I give it what, it, to the lady. what she she going to be a congresswoman one day. Yeah. And it, it's going to be really good. Really, really good. Mm-hmm. So our um, next to last thing for me on my hot topics list is a movie alert. Now, you know I love some good movies, you guys. So I always try to give you a update on a movie that you should probably catch up with and watch especially if something for the culture so this one is called candy man now i know some people are not into scary movies but candy man is something that you'd be scared of i'm almost gonna give you three times because you know you say candy man candy man anyway you get it you said in the mirror he comes so but candy man back in the day was one of those things that in the neighbor our neighborhood in the hood you don't say candy man three times in the bathroom by yourself in the mirror because you know candy man gonna come get you right Well, they have a new director on the scene, and she's African-American, you guys, and her name is Nia DaCosta. She is actually the first African-American to go number one. This movie has went number one in theaters. It's only been shown in the theaters, and guess how old she is? She's only 31. Wow. 31 years old, and she has the highest rated movie during this time, and it's number one in the theaters. It's crazy. Um. And then the other black guy, Jordan Peele, didn't mm-hmm. he help her with this? Jordan Peele has definitely been helping her with it. He actually is one of the co-producers he's, of this, uh, co-directors of the um, he's actual. He did us. He did us. He did um, what is it? The other one that he did prior when they were sinking in the hole. What was it called? Get out. I, get out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, the sunken place. Mm-hmm. So yes, and not only is she did she do this movie, she also is projected to do the Marvel films. Moving forward, she has a new Marvel film coming out in um, next year in 2022. Wow. So she's doing some big things, you That's guys. Great. So the yeah. next Marvel movie, be watching out for it in 2022 because she's going to be directing this movie. I may watch it. You know, I, I don't, don't know. too much watch the Marvel shows. I don't watch Marvel shows and stuff like that. I watch. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and then you know, it's going to be a Black Captain America coming out soon too. So I think it's going to be good. Some Marvel's really coming up on the game because I think they know where the money resides. Where the money mm. reside, where the money reside. Okay, you get it, you get it. But they really, getting it. they getting it. Tell us about what you got going on, girl. What's going on with you? Well, so I got a DM. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna go ahead and read this DM to you guys. Y'all, these DMs be so good. Before she start reading do. these, they be so good. Like we get DMs all the time, but sometimes the DMs that she be giving, pulling out, be 
the best ones. Because I'd be looking at them like, some of this stuff be crazy. But once she grab, every time, it'd be, it'd be really, really good. So, go <laughs> ahead, girl. Go ahead. Okay. So, here's it. I am in a situation of loving a man that I am not sure feels the same about me. Hmm. We have been friends for several years and we hang out, but it's in group settings. We do end up always off to ourselves laughing and flirting. We have hooked up a couple of times. I've expressed my feelings to him a time or two, but did not really get a response from him. So I always just blame it on alcohol and being that in that flirty moment. I feel he gives me mixed signals because he does flirt with me and always in my face, but then he has not made any moves taking things further or express how he feels. Can you give, give me some advice on how I should proceed in telling him once and for all that I want a relationship with him? Ooh. Yeah, so here's the thing. Um, ordinarily, I would tell you, girl, um, I would just move on. I wouldn't even take the time out to even say, you know, give him one last ounce of my time. Because if you guys been going through this situation for a few years now, playing the same little round and round game, he already knows how you feel about him. And that's why he does what he does. Because he knows when he wants to, to have somebody to hang out with, to kiss on, to do whatever with, you're there. Mm-hmm. And then when, you're, you know, when he wants to just be on his own, he, I'm sure he's probably entertaining other girls and doing other things is which is why you and him only hang out in group settings instead yeah. of one on one. So a man usually knows what he wants. Mm-hmm. And if it's three years, y'all been friends, flirting heavily in each other's faces, and y'all have been hooked up, sort of. If he wanted to make you a girlfriend or be in a relationship with you, you've already would have had that. Yeah. So this uh, is this is definitely not the um, one. the one for you. I I feel that you mm-hmm. know, but you know you can take the time out. Sit down, tell him once to fall, like, hey, this is how I really feel about you. You know, you can make that move. Tell him how you feel. See if his, he's in the same space as you. And if you get no response or you get get nothing from him, ma'am, please walk away. Mm, run. Move on. You can still hang out with him on the friendship level, but it's time to focus on yourself and find someone else because he's not the one. Yeah, and I agree with Sharita. Like, I would never give. You know, I, I I'm not a real go biblical person, but when it comes to women and them giving their bodies, I'm always about protecting the women and protecting these mm-hmm. men, these young babies. But when you give your body to someone, you're giving them. That's it. That's that's your last thing you have. Right. Your body is all that you have. You as a person is all that you have. So mm-hmm. when you give that last piece of yourself away to a person that I don't even see you as a wife or see you as a woman of that could be my wife or that could be mm-hmm. my girlfriend or could be my baby mama or could be my fiance, then by the time you're just giving them a piece of ass. Like, you just give them a piece of ass, and once they get that ass, they're like, oh, I can get it consistently because it's consistent. Or, mm-hmm. they, they, you know, men love consistency. And when you can be consistent in one thing, which is just giving them some, they're going to take what they can have. And, you know, if you consistent on saying, hey, I'm waiting until I get married, and you be consistent on that, then that man will be like, oh, okay, well, I'm consistently going to be with you until you mm-hmm. get, we get to where we need to be. And so sometimes you have to respect yourself enough to understand that yes. it's okay to walk away. 
Because when you walk away, sometimes they see you in a different light. They might say, oh, I, I, I just realized what I'm missing. And sometimes men need that. Sometimes men need to know what they're missing so mm-hmm. that they can understand that yeah. what they have, well, what they had is something that they really want. And but then, that end, but then that makes me like, but do I want to be an afterthought? Yeah, it makes you want to think you want to be an afterthought. That, I mean, that is a good... I mean, unless it's just, mm-hmm. just is really a guy that you just really got to have for some odd reason. And sometimes it's not even... I wouldn't say it's an afterthought per se. I think mm-hmm. it's more of, you know, sometimes people don't know what they have until it's gone. Like, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes, and then with men, that's so prevalent because we're always, always okay with with where we are. Mm -hmm. And men sometimes are okay where they are until they have someone to push them a little bit, give them a little bit of drive. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes when you make them miss something that they never knew they really had, and it's sometimes in the back of their mind, men are only looking at the physical. You know, mm-hmm. so when they think about, dang, she used to make these great dinners, and dang, <laughs> she used to take us out to, and dang, she would yeah. make me go to these places I never thought I would go, and uh, I traveled the country with this person I never thought I would get a passport. It's the things that they missed that they never thought they ever had, and that sometimes can be a difference. So, girl, walk away, live your life, find you another dude, find you somebody else to lay, yeah. lay and chill with, and when he realizes that's something that he missed, then you have the decision to make mm, and say, do I want to be with him, exactly. or if I found another guy that I'm already consistently happy with mm-hmm. so then you can start to you start to make the decision don't don't let this don't ask for the decision let the decision come to you right. and then you can make the decision on what you need that's just mm-hmm. my opinion so yeah i agree with that yeah and so you yeah. know anytime you guys have any questions or have a statement or even just want to talk to us about anything because you know we call our fans conversationalists so if you're a conversationalist and you want to talk to us Come talk, talk to us. Yes. So you can DM us at um, Convos with Re and Al. That's C-O-N-V-O-S with W-I-T-H-R-I and Al. A-L. And you can find us on Facebook or Instagram. Mm-hmm. And, you know, also, you can follow me on all platforms as well. If you send me a message with a little DM and it has something to do with Convos with Re, I will send it right over to the Convos with Re section and mm-hmm. we'll definitely talk about it on the next episode. And you can follow me at al.williams, the number four, real, um, on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all those platforms that you think that I'll be on, I'm probably on them. <laughs> <laughs> Trina, tell me your handles, babe. Where you at? Um, I'm only on two. Okay. <laughs> so you can follow me at on Instagram at Sharita underscore Edwards mm-hmm. or on Facebook at Sharita Edwards. Um, you can always, like I say, DM, message. Um, we love to get those letters from you guys and give, you, give us, uh, give you a piece of, you know, us. advice. We don't we'll mind that. We love, we love it. We'll give you advice. You know, you can also have my personal number if you're cute enough and all those great things. But, yeah, anytime, just hit us up. <laughs> I'll give my number. <laughs> I mean, she's married. I'm not. So, you know, anytime. And, like, next week, if you have anything about mental health. Yes. Mental health, let us know. You can message us, DM us mm-hmm. again, and tell us anything you have, any questions you have about mental health. You know I already got something to say about some things that are going on in the mm-hmm. hot topics that dealing with mental health. I think some of these celebrities and people are already crazy. Yes. And they should have been receiving a check before the celebrity check. Yes. But that's not my business. And I try to stay in my child's place. <laughs> so, um, yes, make sure y'all tune in, tune in next to week. our next uh, episode. It may be, like I said, one or two parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a lot we want to dive into and talk about with these mental health issues from 
like you said, the hot topics to children. We have so much we want to cover and ask these um, health, these experts. Health, these so. Experts, because they're going to give us some real tea, and I'm so excited mm-hmm, for I'm it. I'm ready for it. Me too. So, girl, so, tell us about this love you got, because you know you give us these self-love posts, and I always love them. I always post them on our social media platforms all the time. I love them. <laughs> tell us what you got. So, this self-love quote I, I, I got in honor of our DM. Okay, okay. You know, I got to send some love to her. So, um, here's the self-love quote. The moment you feel like you have to prove your worth to someone is the moment to absolutely and utterly walk away. Mm, mm. Sweet. So, we will see you guys on the next episode. You know, I can't wait to see you guys. Look forward to seeing you online. Don't forget you can DM and message us anytime. See y'all right. soon. Love y'all. Love you. Bye. Bye.